Hey guys, this is Matt Cross, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. It can't be both radio and a podcast, but with you, yes it can. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with me, as is with me, as always, my Raw, co- my raw Review co-host. Jose Oseguera, City Wrestling J, if you're on Twitter. How are you today, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right, doing all right. Got to sleep in a little bit, watch some Raw, you know, uh, did some, well, didn't do laundry yet, but went to the gym. So. Oh, it's laundry day for me. Oh, yeah, there's like a whole pile of stuff I got to do. As soon as I get home, boom. Um, but guys, if you want to follow us at our home, you could find us at soundcloud.com slash Radio. Also, across other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and CastBox. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at CWR415, at CWR415. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You know, I think before we get into the Raw Review today, we should uh, <clears throat> mention a little, uh, there was some sad news this weekend mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, four four people of the wrestling industry passed away. Um, first off, Nikolai Volkov, who uh, who passed away at the age of, what was he, I think 70 years old. Yeah, he was up there. And uh, he passed away because I guess he, did he have cancer and he refused treatment. Uh, he had a heart condition. Okay, and he refused surgery. open heart surgery. Yeah, and they were like, okay, well at least let us put a stint in. He was like, no, 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 no stint, yeah. nothing. And he passed away on Sunday. Um, also, Brian Christopher, uh, formerly of the tag team Too Cool, also known as Grandmaster Sexay. Okay. Um, passed well. Yeah, he uh, he passed away too uh, due to complications from. Uh, from a attempted suicide. Yeah, it's uh, that's sad, man. Yeah, the, the one time his dad was like, "No, no, no, you, I'm not bailing you oh, out." Oh yeah, you heard about that too. Yeah. yeah, that's really. I almost cried when I heard that because that's really sad, right there. Yeah, I don't want Jerry to think like it was his fault or anything like well, that. Well, they say he's a he's a good griever, whatever that means. Yeah. So um, you know, uh, maybe he's just come to terms with what was you know he lives in the lifestyle. He's seen a lot of his friends. Come and go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm sure this isn't. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a different huge surprise. Like his, uh, yeah, his it's totally yeah, his son. Um, but you know, I, I'm sure he doesn't blame himself. Yeah, it's sad anyway. You look at it because you know he, he. I guess he tried to uh, try to hang himself. They took him to the hospital. Yeah. They revive or they didn't revive him, but he guess he was on life support and then. Yeah, and uh, people got to say their goodbyes it. and yeah, uh, it's sad, you know, um, and also. Uh, uh, former, you know, like '80s wrestling superstar uh, Brickhouse Brown, who I'm not too familiar with, but I know he wrestled in the kind of the Texas scene. I've heard the name before, but I'm not familiar with his work. And uh, uh, is it, I think uh, Trevor Lee's father, who was a wrestling promoter too, he also passed away. Trevor Lee's a well-known in, uh, indie kind of indie darling. Um, mm. His father was a wrestling promoter and wrestler, kind of jobber back in the day too. Yeah. So, do, do you remember his jobber name? I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. But man, it's sad, you know. It, <clears throat> Sunday was kind of a depressing day, yeah, you know. Tough, tough. I was about to go to the gym. I was like, you know, I just want to like take a nap, you know. It's just I don't even want to do that. Grandmaster, Grandmaster Sexy was weird too because I met Rikishi the night before. That's right. Over at um, Big Time Wrestling, uh, Bring the Noise. Um, so that was it. It was just a coincidence, I know. Yeah, but we are nonetheless. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw the pictures you posted online. Yeah. And when I heard the news, I immediately thought, wow, he just went to see Rikishi. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Rikishi, I mean, he was he was still wrestling. That's crazy. He wrestled? He wrestled. Oh, wow. I'll that, be honest. I, le- I, left, I left during his match because uh, I was in. It was in. Such disrespect. We were in Newark, California. Oh. And I had, it was literally about an hour and 20 minute trip back home on oh, BART and everything. Oh so, and that's plus a lift. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to cut out early. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, miss the train. Exactly. But guys, you know, like, um, rest in peace to, you know, Brian Christopher, Brian Christopher Lawler, um, Nikolai Volkoff, um, Brickhouse Brown, and, you know, like I said, Trevor Lee's father. Yeah, thank you all for your contributions. Yeah, so let's move on. Let's uh, let's get started with Raw. Let's, you know, woo. In Miami. What do you think of the show overall? Uh, it had his lulls. It had a, a couple bright spots. Not not my favorite Raws as of late. Um you know what can you do? This show is hanging on by a thread. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the the Brock stuff. Was good. I felt yeah, there's funny stuff there. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was better than past weeks, but, you know, what can I say? I think I liked last week better. I'm not too sure. See, then I I always, there's only space in my head for one raw at a time. Yeah. You know, it's like once the next one comes, like, okay, I got to clear that. It's like a DVR in my head. Or um, a glass of water. You're already full. Yeah, exactly. And once you get a new raw into you, you just spill out the old raws. Yeah, just, it, it spills right out of me. Yeah, uh, but let's get started with Raw. Started off with uh, first off, Brock Lesnar is uh, in the building. He's, he's on the screen with Paul Heyman, just you know, standing in front of a a giant painting, which they're not even paying attention to, which is a little weird. Um, saying nothing, but they're just kind of confirming that he's there. Yeah, uh, Raw officially got started with Roman Reigns coming down to the ring, and uh, you know, it kind of first off starts off as oh, I have respect. I have respect for Wolf. No, first he starts with. Um, you know, I love how I get a reaction every time I come. How you guys are always so loud, yeah. Which I think is really funny because I think a lot of people say Vince sometimes says it doesn't matter whether Roman gets booed or cheered, he's still getting that loud of a reaction. Just getting the reaction, yeah. So I thought that was kind of a rib on that. Um, yeah, first he says I have respect for Bobby Lashley, but I don't respect Brock Lesnar. Nah. Uh, yeah. So he uh, kind of goes into you know, you know how he Brock's never there. You know, he's there tonight, so where is he coming down to the mm, ring? His same shtick that he does with Brock. Yeah. Um, you know, for then that, that cues uh, Paul Heyman to come down, and he tells the audience that Brock will come down to the ring when and if he's ready to. Mm-hmm. Um, that led to Roman just kind of going on saying, well, it's all right if he doesn't come out, because once he come out, comes out at SummerSlam, I'm going to send him back to UFC, not as the Beast, but as Roman Reigns. Bitch. He only gets a reaction when he uses his curse words. And that's the only time I, f- I feel like he's somewhat real. But it's the same one, either ass or bitch. Those are just two. That's the only time he actually phrases. feels like real, though. That, you that's know the I mean? only, th- yeah. And that's the only time he gets like real pop. Because that's probably how he is, like, you know, in real life. Just straight guy. <clears throat> just like, yeah. And then when he curses, everybody goes, Ooh. oh, he, re- he means oh. business, you know? Yeah, he must be serious. Um, cuts backstage to Paul Heyman. Uh, Kind of uh, first he, this is first when he runs into Kurt Angle or no first he runs into he goes back to Paul or to Brock Lesnar yeah there was a bunch of nothing in between he well, goes like to Seth Rollins sits down in his chair okay great uh, Triple R Rowdy Ronda Rousey oh she's in the house she chats it up with Natalia and then we get Brock and Paul that's uh, Paul Heyman you know you got to hear what Roman, Roman Reigns said to you he goes really I gotta let me let me listen he hands his phone over to Brock and chucks it man that's messed up dude like. At least, like, I mean, you'd be able to write that off as an expense, right? At that point. You would think, yeah, it's a business expense. (laughs) I mean, if your client's breaking your stuff. It's an act of God. Yeah, I think anything Brock does. But it's funny, because it wasn't Brock sitting there, like, reading a magazine. Yeah, it was, like, American (laughs) Hunters or... Like, American Frontier, man. Yeah, yeah. And it it looked like the most 19, like, 1970s... Uh, magazine I've ever seen. You know what? I'm sure. It, number one, it's a magazine. Who reads magazines anymore? And he's just, he's quickly like going through the pages too. But he's stuck on that thing for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there going back and forth and back and forth. And then like he, you know, like I said, he um, he says, I don't care what Roman Reigns has to say about me. Like who cares? I don't care about the audience. I don't care about this show. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna chill back here and read my American Frontier Man magazine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It probably was dated 1972. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor. And, uh, again? Why? Ah, this was boring. It was boring, it man. Was, it was, was fast forward heavy. <laughs> yeah, no, like, okay, because, like, the whole thing about it is that, you know, Baron Corbin has him, like, locked up with Balor, cuts the commercial, comes back, still kind of yeah. in, a, in a lockup. Yeah, usually they throw somebody outside, then they go to commercial, then come back, and they're back inside. And then again, he has him in a lockup, cut to commercial again. <sighs> There's two commercial breaks, man. Jesus. It's like, and it's it's not even going anywhere. And then at the end, you know, Finn Balor hits yeah, the... Yeah, the, the finish was weird because Finn Balor hit all his major spots. And then he tries to hit the coup de gras, and then all of a sudden, Corbin just stands no, up and hits the end of days on this him. This is the night of no-sells. A ton of no-sells tonight. Like, all right, that's cool, whatever. Yeah. So... I don't know if they're trying to build Corbin up for Roman Reigns in the future after SummerSlam. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Paul Heyman and uh, Kurt Angle backstage. And Kurt Angle, you know, he's tired of this BS. He's actually, Kurt Angle felt more authentic last night, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was speaking straight from the gut, and everything felt natural, and he didn't have to, huh, 
Yeah. He, he's not natural when he has to be nice. He's natural when he has to be mean. Yeah. Um, but he tells Paul Heyman that if uh, Brock Lesnar does not come out to the ring tonight, that Heyman will lose his job because he's under contract with WWE and Angle controls that contract. I thought a couple years back, the angle was that WWE couldn't do anything to Paul Heyman because he was uh, working for Brock Lesnar. Well, this is obviously a new contract. He had to oh, renegotiate, yeah. and you know, WWE said, if you're going to be here, um, you're a liability, Paul. You know, if Brock can't pay for your health insurance if you get hurt, you know, <laughs> it's a hazardous work environment. We got to have you on contract. That's what the uh, big argument was between Vince and Brock Lesnar. I'm not paying his health insurance. Well, I'm not paying his health insurance. Exactly. You know, and so they said, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get him on contract, and, uh, put him under whatever it is. Okay, I'll buy that. Uh, so yeah, Heyman. So his his uh, career is hanging on the line tonight. If Lesnar doesn't come out, you know he's fired. Yeah. Next up, we have Alicia Fox and uh, Alexa Bliss backstage, yeah. and apparently Mickey James is hurt. Uh, when did this happen? The house show? They said over the weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This is weird. Yeah. Um. So she so she handpicks Alicia Fox as. Natalia's opponent tonight, which I don't get how she has that kind of power. Yeah. Um, Alicia Fox cues her craziness, like extra crazy, yeah. screaming and yelling. I can't even remember what she was talking about. Uh, what was it? What was it? I'm going to go in there. Nah. You know, like yeah. screaming about like. I like it. I like that nutty. She, yeah, she plays it well. Yeah. Um, I like the new hairdo. <clears throat> oh, she has her haircut and she has kind of like a Wonder Woman um design on her tights uh, yeah 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 but it's like it's like a v yeah it, it reminds me of a uh, van halen oh, okay yeah so yeah we'll, no you're right maybe she's a huge van halen fan yeah, maybe did you know that three million subscribers on uh social media i'm not even gonna do this anymore <laughs> what social media uh, it was something about they had 30 million subscribers, more than, you know, uh, the, the same shtick they do every week. Yeah. Uh, NFL, NBA. We have more followers than, you know, Ikea. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, Ross Department Store. <laughs> give me a better. Safeway. Give me better. <laughs> I want to hear like random ones. Like, they're like, okay, that's believable. I get that. Yeah. But, you know, are they going to start saying, like, WWE.com sold more t-shirts than Walmart this weekend. Oh, God. I, dude, they got to get rid of that graphic on the screen. It yeah. pisses me off. Like, like the shirts just come in out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And they're not, people aren't even wearing the shirts. No, like, when Finn he, Balor was coming out, he had his, like, Wolfpack attire on. Because uh-huh. it was all red and black. Yeah. And they just show, like, the, the rainbow shirt, which is a good-looking shirt. Mm-hmm. It just seems weird because it's like, okay, like, it Pride, Pride Month's over, you know, like, you think that they would try to cash in at that point. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the best time to cash that's in. That's when I bought mine for. Yeah. And, you know, I was probably the only person wearing a wrestling shirt at Pride and <laughs> supporting Pride at the same time. Yeah, so. Good for you. You get yeah, two birds with one stone, right? The logic mm-hmm. here is just ridiculous. I'm, I'm tired of them blowing themselves uh, just for, you know, the social media stuff. Give me a good <laughs> did you know. Did you know? Uh, oh, they 19, used to be good. Yeah, nineteen ninety-two. Uh, Ric Flair pinned. Yeah, someone, something. Or, or you know, Ted someone. DiBiase has uh, two hundred diamonds on his million-dollar belt. Give me something like that. All right, you heard it, guys. You heard it, WWE. You know, because I know they listen to the show. All of our predictions always come true. They do. Um, next up, we have Alicia Fox versus Natalia, and. Uh, I thought it was really weird because uh, Ronda Rousey, she's coming out with Natalia, but she comes out to her own theme music yeah, for Natalia's I guess, match. That's exactly what I got in my, in my notes. That was weird. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. And uh, It happened to somebody else, too. I forget who. Well, Alicia Fo- or for Alicia Fox, Alexa comes out first and then Alicia Fox. Yeah. So, I mean, that I can understand that. Um, this is... Uh, well, Ronda Rousey's going to be on Colbert tonight. Is she? That's what the oh, graphics are. Oh, or is it Jimmy? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Colbert. Uh-huh. Um, and then this, this match was an okay match. Uh, Foxy's Fox. rusty. You think so? At first she was. Like her timing was off a little bit. Oh, at the beginning of the match? Yeah. But there was that cool, like she did that cool modified abdominal stretch. It kind of looked like an octopus. I, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. an arm bar abdominal stretch combined. And this is probably, I thought, the most offense I've seen. That's probably why she looked a little rusty, is that I felt like this was like a match where she actually had to like not go over, mm-hmm. but look like she had the upper hand in. And Natalia yeah. is like one hell. Like Natalia works like every show. Yeah. Alicia Fox was injured for a while. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So it's like the level of experience at that point. Yeah. Uh, but um, Alicia Fox has been around for years. 
Yeah, yeah. She's the she's the vet. That on, no, that's true. That they even they even kind of said that how Alicia Fox and Natalia were two veterans of the well, the women's the, division, the longest running or whatever. Yeah, uh, but uh, Natty did trip up uh, during what you, you know when she does that weird foot stomp on the back of their heads. Oh yeah, where their legs are split. So she was go, running the ropes mm-hmm. to bounce and go get that head. Pardon my French. Uh, and she like trips on the way over to the ropes. Like, Whoa, don't don't fall down. She trips over her own two feet. Yeah, uh, yeah but she... Cole had. I'm sorry to interrupt. But no, Cole no. had a good save on that because he brings up the fact that like immediately this guy's sharp. Immediately he says something like, "Well, she trips up, but we know she has, she's been having knee problems from the past couple of weeks." So okay, question about Cole last night. Did okay. Cole seem like he was off his game last night? He was sharp in this part. I felt like there was a lot of spots last night where he just made missed calls. Or just like it just seemed like he was just off his game. I don't know. Huh. Like maybe you're right about that. Like that is, you know, it's pretty quick thinking right there. Yeah. That's what you have to do as a commentator. Uh, but I know there was one point later in the night where he goes one, two, and a and they counted three, and he says kick out. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought uh. it was a a pinfall. <laughs> I thought it was a kick out. My bad. Oh boy, um, oh, that's a big botch right there. But uh, the end of the match had a uh, kind of bliss. Hits Natty with a punch while the refs was distracted by Rhonda and Alicia on one side, and a big boot to Natty for the pin. Alicia Fox goes over Natalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the match, uh, Rousey goes after both Fox and Bliss, um, almost getting Bliss into an armbar, um, but she does get like this that torture rack, ple- the torture plex. I call it. That move scares me. It looks like it actually hurts. <laughs> yeah, because she just like throw like she threw Alicia she Fox, flings you to the now, floor. I wonder if she was like, yeah, you want to yell at my husband? Yeah. Yeah, because remember at uh, WrestleMania? WrestleMania weekend, yeah. yeah, she went off on her. Yeah, and people suspected that alcohol was involved. Yeah. But I'm sure. It I mean, it's WrestleMania weekend. Everyone had alcohol involved. It was in New Orleans. Mm, oh yeah, New Orleans. Um, so yeah, she uh, no sells big time. Yeah, and eventually uh, Fox helps out Alexa Bliss, and they take control and get away from Rousey. Yeah, well, she's still learning. So yeah. Uh, next up, we have back to Paul Heyman and uh, Brock Lesnar backstage. Uh, Heyman trying to convince Brock to go out. Um, Brock is having none of it. Um, he's starting to tell him, he's like, you get under my skin, Paul. Why, <laughs> he said, why don't you go out, grab me a steak, medium well, a Ew. baked potato, and some steamed broccoli. Medium well. Gross. That's what I thought. I think that's, what I, I think that's the biggest like concern everyone had from this segment last night <laughs> yeah. is the fact that he ordered a medium well steak it's yeah. like okay brock like that's wonder, great you want you need a rare like a raw steak just yeah steak raw or at least lie yeah because you're supposed to be the beast he can't lie man he's just like i'm hungry this is what i want right now and a side of ketchup he he does kind of like sound like he's like a mike tyson isn't he he is he's like a big guy with a little voice yeah I would never tell him that. I ne- no, I would, no, 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 Brock. Your voice is fine. Uh, next up, we have Ronda Rousey and Natalia backstage with Kurt Angle, and Ronda can't wait till SummerSlam to get her hands on someone. She will get suspended again. She says. Yeah. Uh, that's when uh, Kurt Angle makes the match for next week. Alicia Fox versus Ronda Rousey and Ronda Rousey's debut on Monday Night Raw. Uh, WrestleMania when she debuted was in April. Right. May, June, July. August is when she's making her uh, debut on Raw. Four months. Four months later. Well, she was suspended for a month, too. Remember okay, that? Okay, so three months. Well, plus, you know, a month plus a week, sorry. Yeah. So five weeks. Yeah. But, no, I get it. That's ridiculous. Especially since, I think, before WrestleMania, they were like, she's going to be on every Raw, remember? Yeah, yeah, she's going to work then every they, day. Then they she's changed not going to take any yeah. shortcuts. Yeah. And now she's just like, yeah, screw, give me a title shot. No, it's it's not her, dude. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not her fault. They going to hey, we want to put the title on you, Rousey. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. What's my paycheck gonna say? Yeah, yeah cool, thanks. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, she probably said something like, "You sure the girls won't mind?" Yeah, exactly. No, it's great. You they, they, you make more money, they make more money. It's great. Which kind of is true, you know. Mm-hmm. The more people drawn in, it's like you don't want to put it's somebody more like money for everyone. You don't want to put like Natalia. Natalia can't draw as many people as Ronda Rousey can. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, because Ronda Ra- or Natalia is probably a better wrestler too. Well, um, can we argue that? I don't think you can. I just it's you know it's yeah. Rousey brings in the more more money, so yep. more money for the company, more money for everybody. Yep, she's uh, the Mister T of our time. Yeah. Next up, we have. 
Elias in the ring. Uh, he plays his song, kind of talks down the Miami crowd. Um, out comes Bobby Lashley, which was, did they have something going last week too? Did they? I, I can't remember. A um, uh, city that worships a garbage musician like Pitbull. And he kind of brings up The Rock too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said something about The Rock, and I wonder, I started thinking, because I heard rumor of The Rock coming back. I, I, I thought it was official that he was going to be around for WrestleMania. Is I, I haven't heard anything official, but, you okay. know. Yeah, maybe um, it's the rumor that I read. But I thought it'd be cool if he just comes out at SummerSlam and while Elias is playing, and then he you know, comes out and does a little heartbreak. Along, heartbreak. If you smell. Yeah, a little heartbreak hotel with well, him. That'd be good. Or, no, SmackDown Hotel. That's what yeah. it was. Um, well, Elias is playing a song, running down the uh, audience. Out comes Lashley. And... Uh, you know, he says he looks at he said you're, he looks at Lashley. He says you're not out here to admire Elias. You're out here to sing with Elias. Yeah, and that's when Elias starts playing Rock and Robin. He says I'll go slow, Lashley, because I know how you're slow. And he proves how slow he is. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas, man! He starts playing Rock and Robin on the guitar, uh, singing. Elias starts singing, and then all of a sudden Lashley starts singing. And this was like a raw moment right here, man. Yeah. Um, but he forgot. He all he so he goes Rock and Robin, and then. He forgets like all the words after like that. three lines at least. Uh, Rock and Robin. Then <laughs> um, he continues to sing and no, no, Elias attacks him from behind with the guitar. Maybe for botching the line. Yeah, he said, yeah, exactly. You ruined the song. Exactly, he uh, ruined the song. And then uh, did Lashley get the upper hand afterwards, or did Elias get away? Yeah, Lashley no sells. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's Lashley. I mean, it's I like, like Goldberg. He just took a. Uh, guitar to the back and he no sells that come on yeah and he was in a universal like he was in the universal title hunt like a week ago yep and now he's mid card with N- now Elias. did uh, Bobby get a demotion or is this a push for Elias uh, what would you consider it I mean if this smells of demotion to it me. smells of demotion yeah it, it's unfortunate but you know Roman Reigns has to win that universal title one way or another right? yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter hire all the indie talent and then just have him be buried by Roman or by Roman Reigns. Uh, next up, we have Kevin Owens backstage, uh, kind of sucking up to Baron Corbin, uh, kind of going on about. He goes, you know, you my my kid, you're his favorite wrestler now. He, he walks around <laughs> in, in a little button up shirt and a little little silk vest, imitating you. Uh, but kind of bringing up, he goes, you know, it's not fair how you know Braun has the contract and it's on the line at SummerSlam, but he can go out and cash it in tonight on Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, a couple weeks ago, Braun Strowman said, the next time you're on Raw, Brock, I'm cashing in. Yeah. And where was he last night? He was wallowing in his anger. He should have been... He was so mad that... Shanti. Exactly. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Like, at least they should have had some sort of scare at the end. Yeah. Like him, you know, his song hits and Brock gets away. Yeah. You know, or something. And he looks at... Paul and Paul's, I'm an advocate, I'm an advocate. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because the way, we'll, we'll get to it, but the, that that program that he has going on it was weird. It was, Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. Um, well, first he, uh, then Baron Corbin tells Kevin Owens that, you know, he's like, Brock is Angle's problem. Your problem is Braun. Here's this water and towel you just handed me back. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, programming note. Uh, the Purge that I mentioned last week, you know, the 10-episode miniseries? Yeah. It premieres September 4th. Oh, okay. Uh, also, The Sinner, I think, is coming back, too. It is. I saw, but it's a new story. I'm a little bummed out. They said it's a new yeah, story. Yeah, it's some little kid. Oh, God. I hate when... Sh- I feel like that's so, like, shows do that now because they just can't figure out how to continue a story. Yeah. So, they're like, uh, let's just start over uh, with a new character, a new time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like... I think it's cheap writing. Well, I give props to American Horror Story because they actually kind of go into it with that idea. Every season we're going to do it different, but with the same actors. Everyone's doing it now. It's like I feel like everybody wants to do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's did did they wrap up like the whole storyline, all the threads from the first season of of the the center? No, because like at the end of the series, oh, you know, spoiler alert, guys. Uh, The end of the series, like, like the the cop. The cop played by what's his name? Uh, who's the, the president from Independence Day? Oh, um, Bill, Bill something. No, no, it's not Bill Paxson. He's dead. No, it's not Bill Paxson. Uh, it's not Bill Murray. He's great. But anyways, <laughs> he uh, he like he like helps the girl, and he's like, yeah, the guy from Arachnophobia. Yeah, he goes, he says something like, you know, I we all know what it's like being abused. I know what it's like being abused as a child. It's like, 
that and so it was kind of like oh that's why he helped her out the entire time oh okay but they never gone into like his like i don't know i feel like that's just like leaving it open-ended well this is about a little kid maybe it's about him when he was a kid oh yeah i don't know Let's go back to Monday Night Speaking of Braun and Jinder. It comes up to Braun uh, Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal. And uh, just as this match gets started, Kevin Owens sneaks up ringside and tries to steal um, Braun Strowman's uh, money in the bank briefcase. He almost got away with it, too. It was pretty funny, too. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman starts to chase him down. He tosses the briefcase to Sunil Singh. uh, Shoulder tackle to Sunil. Um, Then he starts chasing after Kevin Owens, and Jinder Mahal wins by count out. Yeah. So, yeah, good. there you go. Jinder, you got a win over Strowman. The losing streak for uh, Braun so far, the last two matches, that he's he over. Might, he might go over then at SummerSlam then. If he's uh, going to lose all these matches before, like, different ways, like he's going to lose by DQ next week. Yeah. Because, you know, Kevin Owens will come out and hit, you know, his opponent, hit Braun Strowman's opponent. Well, you just, know like, next week him. he's going to get his revenge on Jinder. Yeah. Or, it, oh, God, will it be Jinder and Braun every week until then? Oh, I hope that. It might be. Uh, a good twist would be if, uh, you because, know, you know, at the end, he was, like, really pissed off. So his anger got the best of him and made him lose. Yeah, but. A good angle would be to have Jinder be like, see, I told you, come with me. Shanti. Yeah. Uh, but it's like Stroma didn't give a crap about losing to Kevin Owens at the the pay-per-view. Yeah, you know? but, but he he gave a crap last night. Yeah. He was pissed. Uh, yeah, maybe because he's like, I, I had this plan. I was going to go after Brock later. Now I just feel defeated. I'm going to go home and eat some food. Yeah. Um, yeah, who knows? He was in the locker room. Yeah. You know, flipping over porta potties. Uh, next up, we have Stephanie McMahon on the phone. Uh, well, you know, Baron Corbin comes, he goes to Kurt Angle. He's like, Mom's on the phone. Yeah. She wants to talk to you. He's like, who, who is that? Yeah. I think you know who. Yeah, pretty much. Mom's on the phone. Yeah. Um, Kurt Angle, you know, you know, are you sure we have to do this? You know, the WWE Universe is going to be furious. And nobody knows what he's talking about. You know, we'll find out later. And we do. Uh, next up, we have... Um, Mojo and the Jobbers. Mo- Mojo uh, kind of talking down the entire WWE lower mid-card talent. Who's the first guy? What do you mean? There, there was a line of guys, right? There was... I know Kurt Hawkins was in Hawkins there. Hawkins was like third. Because I thought the first guy was Hawkins. Zack Ryder was in there. Zack Ryder was there, Zach yeah. Zack Ryder was there. The Ascension. The Ascension. Uh, they were second and third. Slater and Rhino. Who was the first guy? Oh, my God. I, I mean, I don't... He looks just like Hawkins. Oh, uh, Mike Kanellis. Oh, uh, he's back? Yeah, he, I, I guess he's back. He's been doing the house show circuit. Okay. Um, but I know his wife, Maria Kanellis, like the reason why he was brought on, like she got pregnant, had a baby. And they I, wrote him off TV so fast. Yeah, because the whole gimmick was the... You know, we're the greatest couple of all time. Yeah. He and even she, took her last name. Yeah, exactly. Like, he took her last name and things like that, mm-hmm. you know? So, so without her, he's just dead in the water. Yeah, Mojo Raleigh runs down the entire locker room right there, and in comes Bobby Roode, and they get into a giant brawl, and everyone has to break. It's like, Bobby Roode, get out of that locker room, dude. Yeah, what are like, you doing there? Like I said, a couple weeks ago, you were, or a couple months ago, you were had a match, number one contendership for Universal title. Yep, yep. And it's like, dude, dude get he, out of there. He was in the mix for the USA title. Be like, hey, or God. the Intercontinental. Hey, Seth, Finn, can I come into this locker room? <laughs> like, that's the locker room you want to go towards, man. You don't want to be... If you see Kurt Hawkins in your locker room, dude, or, something's wrong. Or Ascension face paint. Or Mike Kanellis. Yeah. Where people don't even know who he is just by <laughs> looking at him. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, so... You know, Mojo kind of what he says it's something like he goes what 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 are you gonna do about it you know like your catchphrase gonna put me into submission yeah something like that yeah. I don't know uh, next up we have Apollo Cruz versus Akum of the Authors of Pain and here's where Apollo Cruz comes out to the worldwide package oh yeah, yeah. but Titus O'Neil's name keeps flashing on the Titantron see that's and then when he won. You know, he left to his theme song, which mm-hmm. I think is a superior theme song. Yeah. It's a really good theme. Every time it comes on at the gym, too, I'm like, all right, get my pump on a little bit. Um, but Apollo Crews, you know, looking fantastic in this match against Akum, probably one of the most underrated superstars in the WWE, I think. True, true. Um, I think you could put him in the Universal title picture like that, or at least in the Intercontinental. Yeah, Intercontinental for sure. Um, at the beginning of the match, uh, Coach goes, you know, I was t- speaking about... Um, 
uh, authors of pain. I had a convo, uh, conversation with, and then Cole cuts him off and goes, interestingly enough, we had a conversation with uh, authors of pain. Or, or, or he said something like, he's, I tried, oh, he said, I tried to have a conversation with them, and they went and talked to me. He goes, yeah, well, they did talk to us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that they, was like right after, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, my, the entire night, like, it's funny how Coach is like getting used to being made fun of, because yeah. you could hear him laughing and being like, Oh, a good one. Yeah, I'll it's so weird, dude. Yeah, and at the beginning of the show, I didn't even hear. He, I heard him say the word of the day today is, and then like everybody spoke at the same time, and it was just weird. I, like I said, I felt like last night everybody else was like kind of off their game too. Be, maybe because maybe trying to make coach look a little bit better mm-hmm. if everyone else was off their game too. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know who wasn't off their game is Dana Brooke with the excellent research on Acom to allow Cruz to get the victory. <laughs> she like pres- for like gave him a whole like playbook like stats. The, the She's stats a statistician. Uh, a statistician. A statistician. Well, see his uh, arm bars don't work very much. So you want to go for a roll up? I mean, yeah. that's what he won with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he, 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 Apollo <laughs> Cruz win- wins with the roll up after you know Aikam runs into the corner. Yeah. So authors of pain. I don't know, man. I would like to see him in the title title picture, but yeah, they they need you know. They need to uh, cement their feet. I guess, like division. just like when Shinsuke Nakamura first came in, and his he had a feud with Dolph Ziggler for yeah. like a few months. Yeah, that was annoying. So this will be up until SummerSlam, and then we'll get full blown authors of pain because yeah. they're allowing them to do promos. That's true, and they are talking more on the mic, so that's good. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre, which you know by far match of the night. Oh yeah. Um, this is a great match. You know, there McIntyre's a, athleticism is just amazing. You know, a pop-up suplex to Seth Rollins. Uh, uh, t- what was it like the tilt a whirl, like Falcon Arrow by Rollins to Drew McIntyre, yeah. which was crazy. And oh God, how can I for- not uh, forget to mention the like, crossbody to the suplex? No, Dolph Ziggler's hair. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that thing like he was freshly flat ironed. Yeah, and he had like the whole. His whole routine going. He just let it flow. He wasn't all put up in water or anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was just. It was all. It was all luxurious blonde locks. He sat in the the females. Uh, you know how they had that little oh, alley, the oh, female alley, the glam squad. Yeah. If you follow, if you you can follow him on WWE on Instagram at WWE Glam Squad. Ooh, let me look it up. Um, ne- oh, and then that that was it. Like he McIntyre goes for that. What I call the deadlift power bomb, mm-hmm. where he picks him off four and then reverse into the hurricane rana. Yeah, that was uh, good. But I mean, this was just a spot, 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 spot. Uh, eventually, curb stomp to Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler gets involved and attacks Seth Rollins, which you saw coming from a mile away. Yeah, um, he gets the DQ win over Drew McIntyre. Ziggler continues to beat down after the match, uh, but Rollins gets like he does a dive. He gets Ra- Ziggler outside the ring, does a dive, and gets away. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, he has that match coming up at SummerSlam. He's probably going to win that title back. Seth and then Rollins. fight uh, Drew? Uh, but Drew's going out. He says he wants to go to the Universal title. That's true. So, I mean, I don't know. And then what for, you know, Dolph? Because then Drew's like, okay, that was phase one. Now we have to go back to phase one. Yeah, yeah. And get you that title back. And that would just be annoying. Um, backstage, we have Roman Reigns, Kurt Angle, and uh, Constable Baron Corbin. Um, well, they approach uh, Roman Reigns in his locker room, just mm-hmm. chilling, watching Netflix, apparently, yeah. or Hulu, or whatever. Yeah. Did he have his vest on or the tank top? Uh, I think he had, I think he had a tank top on, okay. but he still had all his other gear on. Yeah. Like he's just chilling back there, just like with his headphones on, looking mm-hmm. at his iPad. What do you think he was watching? Glow season two. Yeah, probably. I would go with Glow, um, or uh, what was it? Uh, like the, the like a Vietnam documentary on Netflix. Uh, he's watching Breaking Bad because he missed out in the first. The first time it was out. He's like, wait, what, so what's, what's, what's going on, guys? <laughs> hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Let me pause this real quick. Uh, but no, we find out what Stephanie Man was telling Kurt Angle earlier was to to you know get rid of Roman Reigns for the night, escort him out get of the building. And that's when Baron Corbin called in the police officers uh, to escort Roman Reigns out. Really? This is really necessary. And, uh, you know, uh, Roman Reigns kind of gives a little, a little nice promo to Kurt Angle saying, like, this isn't who you are. You're not a yes man. You're a dog. Just like me. Yeah, just like don't, me. Don't and he tries to leave, and you know Baron Corbin gives a little, like a little chuckle. Yep. And he punches Baron Corbin directly in the face, right in the mouth. So I mean, like I said before, you know Baron Corbin goes over on, 
on uh, Finn Balor, and now he he's fighting with uh, Roman Reigns. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, next, we have oh. Mr. Perfect gets uh, a shout out per Sonic. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a good package, the video package. I didn't that they see have. that one. I heard about it, but uh, that's an old school one that they used to Oh, it was on his, it was like for his debut, like when he would do the basketball shoots. Yep. And, and like he would play golf and yep. do things yep. like yep. that. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Because he was perfect at everything. He was like the Ty Dillinger of his time. But that, that actually, was, yeah, but actually this, had a gimmick. But this was and the was perfect over. gimmick. Um, and then cut to. Uh, the B team, B team in the ring with, with Charlie. Uh, Bo calls her Charles. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Well, Charles. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> uh, the B team. Apparently, the B team, uh, according to Bo, the B team stands for Dream. The B, <clears throat> because oh, B stands for anything you want it to be. Anything you want it to be. Um, Axel, he goes. I don't want to ever wake up from this dream. And you know, it was it was kind of a dorky promo. Yeah, they but, said they weren't. A, wait, what's up? No, yeah, that, that's their gimmick. That's that's who they are. Yeah, um, it's entertaining. They have like the Step Brothers vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley vibe to it. Yeah, um, you know they said they're not afraid of the leaders of worlds, and you know of course Q Bray Wyatt's transition. Uh, they come in and um, try to attack the B team, but then is it me or does it feel like uh, they're giving uh, up on Bray? And what's Matt. his name? Uh, Matt Hardy. His uh, Woken gimmick is getting hijacked by Bray's. Uh, Abigail gimmick? Well, he's definitely getting outshined by Bray, dude. Yeah. Because, I mean, that the the Matt Hardy stuff was just cheesy, whereas, like, the Bray stuff, at least it's, like, it's cheesy, but it's, like, you can kind of, like... Follow it? You can kind of get behind it. Because yeah. you're like, all right, at least he sounds cool. Like, hey, man, you yeah, yeah. That's all he has to do. Whereas Matt Hardy's like, ah, you know, it's just, that's just, like, super extremely annoying. Right. Well, I don't find it annoying. I dig it, but... Oh, Matt Hardy? Yeah, I think um, all that stuff because you know it's super over the top and it's it's yeah. not meant to be taken seriously. No, I know that's why I think and like Bray, you're supposed to take serious, but that's why I think Bray kind of outshines them. Okay, um, and then they come out and then all of a sudden the revival kind of make their appearance, kind of throwing their hats in the in the race for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the B team says, you know, like looks at both of them and says, "Hey, you you guys don't have gripe with us. You you guys got, you want to fight each other? Let's yeah. let's get yeah. out of here." Um, where they were both attacked by the leaders of the world. They get out of there. So we have an impromptu tag team yeah, match. We go to commercials, come back, they're, they're wrestling all of a sudden. Who yeah. authorized this fight? Yeah, like you should have like Kurt Angle like backstage with an earpiece, you know. Uh-huh. Maybe Michael Yes, Cole. yes, send the ref down. You know who it probably was? was Vince McMahon in, in, in at Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I already had it written, damn it. Uh, next up was, the like I said, the Revival versus uh, the leader of the world with the B team on commentary. And, dude, there were times where Bo Dallas was really sounding a lot like Bray Wyatt. Was he? He was kind of coming. He's like. This was Fast Forward City for me. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So he starts kind of just going into some, talking about something, and there was just bits and pieces. Like, you can tell, like, mannerisms, how uh-huh. they talk yeah. were coming out. Yeah, because I, I heard the CM Punk ch- uh, chants. And yeah, that was, was weird. I didn't, I didn't get. I mean, it wasn't a horrible match. Uh, yeah, but it just didn't have much heat because, you know, Revival's just been buried. I mean. Can you say that though? When well, they, they were, beat, when they've been injury, they injury that, prone. They beat Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley like yeah, two that, times. That was their excuse for getting this fight in the first place. Uh, but yeah, then Rusev they chance start. Yeah, and you know this crowd's not into it. Yeah, eventually the the revival hits the shatter machine on Bray. Uh, then Scott Dawson gets the pin over Bray Wyatt. So, I mean, I hope those. I hope the revival get those tag titles, man. I like the revival. Really, over uh, so soon. I don't. I mean, what else are they gonna do with the B team? Like keep, like keep them winning, like defending the titles. They're like gonna fluky? keep them like falling into pins and winning. I and... just said this like last week. Have them get like a little bit better to where they like start taking things like not seriously, but they like comically seriously. Like, like they're doing the Karate Kid routine, like back, like wax on, yeah, wax off, wax on. You know, things like that. And they actually have a because I don't think they have a finisher yet. Do they have a finisher? Oh, they do. They did have some sort of finisher. I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Let's just say it's called the B-roll. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Um, next up. Oh, roll up. <laughs> y- yeah, exactly, right? Uh, next up, we have uh, Seth Rollins and Renee Young backstage. And, you know, Seth is frustrated about about dealing with two men. And, you know, all of a sudden, attack yeah. by it, Mick Ziggle Wiggles. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was what it was. At least it felt a little, little different, you know? Yeah. I liked it. Dolph should have done this to uh, Sarah Tiana 
on the roast battle. But no. Oh, yeah, that was, I mean, I like that. And like I said, he was on Wild and Out, too, this past week. Yeah. So he's all over the place right yeah. now, man. And uh, Renee has some nice hair. Do they have a new hairdresser back there or something? Maybe. There's like three three people that we mentioned. Renee's barely her. on TV now, I've noticed. Do you think so? She, she's there at least once. I feel like they have, like, everyone has a segment, like. Like, Charlie has her segments, and then Renee has, like, one or two. She usually has Seth Rollins, I've noticed. And then on SmackDown, you'll have, I think, Dasha. Yeah. I think Dasha's on SmackDown, and then you have Renee, like, for one or two. Mm-hmm. So. Um, who is she? Because, like, I feel like she's always there for Seth Rollins on Monday night. Oh. Like, I don't remember her with many other people. Maybe Elias once or twice? Yeah, maybe. But it feels like every interviewer has their own... Like who they're best with. Yeah. Well, maybe because, you know, you know, Dean is, she's married to Dean. Mm -hmm. Or is she married to him or is she dating him? They're dating. I think think they're still still, dating. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Seth is very good friends with Dean Ambrose. So, you know, he could have been at many dinner parties. She feels comfortable just hanging out with him. Yeah. Doing CrossFit with him. Yeah. 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 Next up, we have uh, the Riot Squad versus, oh, God, this is the most horrible tag team name ever. (laughs) The Boss and Hug Connection. Is that a callback to uh, Dukes uh, of Hazard? Oh, I thought it was the Rock and Sock Connection. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Dukes you, of Hazard. Yeah, the, the bar they used to go to was, or the the owner of the bar they used to go to was Boss Hog. Oh, Boss Hog. Okay. No, I no. I mean, I could see Vince kind of like, ah, oh, I remember this TV show. Yeah. I just saw it last week. It was funny as hell. Um. So they come out and uh, Bailey and Sasha with matching gear now. They look good. I mean, it looked all right. There was kind of a nasty spot where Liv Morgan kind of uh, bounced off the middle rope by her throat. Yeah, dude. It looked really, because she oh got thrown God. in there. I kind of felt bad for her. Yeah. Um, Bailey hits like a nice stunner to Liv Morgan through the ropes. Eventually, Sasha comes in the ring, gets a backstabber on Liv Morgan, which she fell into a Bailey to belly, which I thought was a cool, like, yeah, at least, yeah. you know, maneuver, tag team maneuver. Are they are the tag titles going to show up or what? The women's these women's tag titles. I want to say they they are. They look like they're setting them up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else they could be doing. There's, there's still plenty of time to announce it. You know, it, all the, the way to October. October. Yeah, evolution. evolution. After SummerSlam, maybe they'll announce something at SummerSlam or after SummerSlam the Monday the Monday after. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Uh, next up, we have uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman backstage again. Part 10. And uh, Heyman just, you know, kind of lays it out to Brock. He says, if, if you don't come out tonight, you know, I'll get fired. Do me a solid as a friend. And that's when Brock told him, because you're not my friend. You work for me. Yeah. I don't work for you. Um, and that's when he pushes Paul Heyman out of the door. Well, he kind of grabs a hold of him by the, by the collar, right? The collar. Mm-hmm. He says, go out there and do your job and mm-hmm. then pushes him out the door, man. Brock, man, he seems like a little asshole. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. it's because the, you know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get as much heel heat on this guy as possible going into. Yeah, and there was even a point where they said something like, "He goes, are you watching the show?" He goes, "I don't watch the show." Yeah. Wait, why would I watch the show? Yeah. I'm Brock Lesnar. I'll make a paycheck either way. Yeah. Man, which I thought was really weird because it was like his obligation was just to be there. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, it should say no. You have to have a match. You have to defend yeah. that title at least once every 30 days. Yeah, yeah. they just lack a lot of logic well, nowadays. It, it cuts back to that Vince McMahon promo, remember? Oh, does Brock Lesnar receive special treatment? Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So, um, you know, so next up we have uh, Kurt Angle is kind of the main event of the evening, the main event segment. Uh, Kurt Angle in the ring with Constable Baron Corbin calling out Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Um, of course, no Brock Lesnar, but Paul Heyman does come out. Yeah, yeah. Lays it all on the line, you know. The fans chanting the na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, yeah. goodbye Yeah, and I don't like begging Paul, especially to, like, Kurt Angle. The way he was wrapped around that it was It was a little so, weird. Yeah. Um, he kind of, you know, Angle's, he's like dad pissed, too. Yeah. He's like... Where were you? You could have been dead, and I wouldn't. You know, like yeah, yeah. I felt like that was him, like yelling <laughs> at his daughter. Um, then, uh, like like you said, Heyman agrees that because Angle goes on about how Brock's the worst Universal Champion out of five. Yeah, and that, one I, of them was champion for a day. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I put on my notes. Yeah, out of five, great. And uh, you know, Heyman agrees that he is the worst Universal Champion of all time. <laughs> 
um, how he goes, he goes, don't, don't punish me. I did my job. Punish him. Um, that's when uh, Brock Lesnar comes out to the ring and stares down Kurt Angle. And I thought he didn't watch the show. What's he coming out for? Yeah, exactly. Did he get offended over something? I that's see. That's the thing. It's like if he was watching the show, he would have heard you know maybe Paul yeah. talking crap you know about yeah. him. And he comes out. And looks uh, Kurt Angle nice. Says, "Do you have a problem with me?" And then F five to Kurt Angle, man. Yeah. And that's when he stares down Corbin. Corbin gets out of the ring. And first off, I would like to see a storyline where Corbin turns face, and you have like him, like a father son teaching thing. Yeah. But then you insert Jason Jordan there somehow, and he's like, "He's all that's jelly." My dad. That's my dad. Let me tell him. Yeah. I'm telling mom, Steph, you here? And oh, and then uh, hell froze over. Uh, we want we want Roman chant to end the show. I thought it was a bit chilly. Yeah, I mean it would the whole. I mean, and I even felt like I wanted Roman to come out there. It would make sense, but um, he just walks right out. Oh God, it's like you can't hurt. Uh, our stepdad like that. Kurt Angle's like all of our stepdads, I feel like. You know, you can't hurt stepdad like that. Yeah. Oh, well. But, you know, that was Monday Night Raw. Hey, kind of choked out. Uh, it was a small oh. choke. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Sorry. He uh, When, you know, Heyman's holding up his title, he hands the title back to Lesnar. Lesnar drops the title and kind of pie faces um, Paul Heyman. Yeah. And, you know, shoving no problem, his face. breathe. Yeah, I can't Brock, breathe. I, mean, I can't breathe, Brock. Um, so, I mean, what what do you think? Do you think Heyman's going to turn on him now at SummerSlam? I mean, it's obvious. It, yeah, it, it seems too obvious. Yeah, and it would make sense if he were if Brock's going to lose the strap and he's going to take some time off, or if he's not resigning. Then yeah. it leaves Paul Heyman in limbo. He, he's going to need something to do. I mean, he could just go back to being a backstage writer because that's what I he's, mean, that would be ideal. That's what he does most of the time. Um, and then he can come and go, you know. It's like it's like have, I don't know, because then it would even make Roman look weak if Heyman gets involved. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but I mean, doesn't he already look? Well, let's not go over that. So now, what about Kurt? Now, now Kurt was just F five by Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. What's going to happen now? Is he going to get involved? No, he's just going to be the restart the match right now. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Jeez, yeah, it's a cluster F. So that was Monday Night Raw, guys. Uh, overall, like I said, it, it was all right. Would I go out of my way mm, to watch Monday Night yeah, Raw this yeah. week? No, watch the clips online because yeah, yeah. And, and all the all the hilarious um, uh, photoshopped images of Brock Lesnar reading different magazines. Oh yeah, that's good. That was funny, man. There was one um, where he's reading the Sable Playboy. There that's was my one, favorite. There was one where I think he was reading like Radioactive Man, um, <laughs> the Simpsons comic book. You know, yeah. all the different all the different varieties. Uh, but guys, before we get out of here today, uh, you know we always like to give a little birthday love, a little birthday shout out. Birthday shout out. Only one birthday today, and that is uh, turning forty nine years old. Is one Kid Cash, uh, former wrestler of uh, ECW, WCW, all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think he wrestled in Impact too for a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, have a happy forty ninth birthday, Kid Cash. Forty nine. Forty nine. Jeez Louise. Forty nine or now. Wow. Uh, I feel like you have to get a 49ers hat like when you're 49. Yeah, you might as well. That's just a city thing, though. <laughs> uh, but, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, let's get out of here. I'm Corey Smith. Oh, you don't want to talk about oh. the dumping? Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, uh-oh. The dumping. It was the season finale of the Bellas. Okay. Uh, Total Bellas. I didn't watch it yet, but I should have. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, the first half is very Daniel Bryan heavy. His return... To okay, his return to, to the ring. Yeah, nice. He gets the news. He gets uh, guys, if you're in a search for a woman, find yourself a Brie. Why is that? Because she's just supportive. She comes as off well. amazing in this episode. And uh, it's funny. It's like I feel like it's clips of like Daniel Bryan, like, oh my god, I can wrestle again. And the news breaks, and it's like, and then it cuts to me at the gym, like, oh my god, he's back. <laughs> trying to run home. <laughs> we need to record. We need to record. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but then the show gets hijacked by Nikki Bella and her. Uh, Hi, John. Yeah, and we need to talk, know, John. It, it leads to the breakup, to the dumping where she dumps John Cena. Um, but up until recently, there was talk that they were, you know, back and forth, off and on. We were trying. I love her very much. I want to have children. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And E News reported yesterday that Nikki Bella has officially called it quits for good. <laughs> so there's a new diva on the market. Nikki Bella, she's. I heard she's looking for a place in San Diego too. 
Oh, that's very close. I mean, she can move to San Francisco. I mean, no, they would like they're like Florida. They like the hot. They like heat. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're they, from the desert. Yeah, they like move to like Arizona and Florida and yeah, no, I'm good. Daniel Bryan, he can move up here and hang out. I mean, I don't know. He can come to the watch parties. Yeah, you know? he's from uh, up up north. Uh, you know, we can always use a fourth host here on City Wrestling Radio. You're always welcome. Uh, we have a chair waiting for you. Just for Daniel Bryan, though. Sorry. Any, sorry, Kane. You can't do it. Nikki's welcome, too, now that she's single. Nikki Bella, right? Yay. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> So that was the yeah the breakup man that's that's a shame the it's dumpening like the dumpening as I dub it man I mean what I wonder if they'll get back together nah nah, next, nah that's done deal thing. well you know I've been saying it was work the whole time so okay so then no no John Cena on Total Bellas or are, no more rules or are they still gonna We're follow done with the rules um, please leave my house now I will shoot this is a shoot first date I will shoot you in the face you can leave the cameras if you like because I have a porno to make. Yeah, and then I, there was there was reports he was seen with Carmella at one point too. Talk about downgrade. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know. They both they both seem like Nikki Bella. She like we've just seen more of, of her on the show. Yeah, Carmella's only been on the show for like what a year. Total Maybe, divas. About yeah, but she did get into beef with Lana. That was a good episode. Oh, that's right. They almost rumbled outside of a bar. Yeah, tonight on SmackDown, we have Lana versus uh, Selena Gomez. Uh, or not Selena Gomez. <laughs> Selena Vega. <laughs> Selena Gomez is coming in. Uh, Selena Vega versus Lana tonight on SmackDown. That's going to be good. And uh, Joe and uh, AJ, AJ Styles, Styles are going to be in the same arena. What AJ Styles is going to say, he goes, you trickster. Now, what, that that wasn't for you to sign. Damn, just like Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> Uh, I like AJ though. He, he's a good champion. He's like a good like face because he's like the kids can get behind him and like the adults can get him because he's not too like cheesy like John Cena. Is, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and AJ's bread is buttered in the ring. Mm-hmm, exactly. And everybody, you know, anybody who's I, I hate using the term smart, um, but you know, smart marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they know that his in ring ability is what carries them and not his promos. Right. So they look past his promo promo work. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's not. Uh, a lot of times it's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Yes. Get out of here. All right. For the, get ready for tomorrow. Uh, for the raw review, guys. I'm Corey Smith. I am Jose Osegada. And we will see you tomorrow for Smack It, our 100th show. Yes. This tomorrow. was episode 99. 99. 100 tomorrow. Oh. Let's see if we can get Michael in here. Woo! All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow for show number 100. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.